Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Keep the Receipts, the one-man fast break. Welcome back to the NFL season. We have finally made it. February to September seems way too long, but we are here. I am recording this pre the Chiefs-Lions game. This is an hour or so before. Um, the podcast will probably go on afterwards, but definitely wanted to do an NFL season preview. I was looking through old episodes. It looks like I didn't really do one last year. Um, however, I did in one of the first episodes did talk about Justin Jefferson as offensive player of the year, which he ultimately did win. So I guess I kind of did a preview, which I hit a nail on the head. You know, you keep the receipts. That one was a good one to keep. We won't mention all the bad ones. Uh, we'll leave those all alone. But kind of want to do a preview, kind of want to cover all the games. I mean, not all the games, the the divisions, where I think things are going, and ultimately the awards, and also who I think is going to be the Super Bowl champion at the end. Let's start off with the divisions. I'm not really going to go through and cover every single team. It's way too much to cover 32 teams. There's not a whole lot to talk about everybody. But let's start off in the AFC West, start off with the Super Bowl champions who are about to drop another banner, Patrick Mahomes. Two-time MVP of the Super Bowl. Two-time Super Bowl champion. They're dropping the banner. I think they're going to win their division again. And the other team that I can see coming out of the AFC West as a playoff team is also one that did last year. That's the Los Angeles Chargers with Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, those guys, Keenan Allen, the squad. We know how their season ended last year. They were up to, They were up 27-0 against... Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville Jaguars, and they completely blew it like the Chargers always seem to do. They're snake-bitten. We thought Justin Herbert was maybe the cure, but I think they're going to learn from that. Uh, Brandon Staley, they're going to learn from this, and I think they're going to come back better. Kellen Moore is there now. They got an offensive coordinator better than what they did last year. Brandon Staley was calling all the plays, and he was like that crazy guy who goes for it on fourth down. Maybe they still will. But Kellen Moore is a great offensive coach. He had Dak Prescott playing well like an MVP candidate in certain points. He's got Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert has got way more arm talent. The guy's just a better quarterback than Dak Prescott is. Dak Prescott, we'll, we'll kind of cover them in a little bit, but he's like a game, he's a very good game manager. He's not Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert can throw the ball 67 yards. We've seen the plays. The guy's one of the Best players to watch in the NFL outside of Patrick Mahomes. But yeah, I don't really want to talk too much about the Chiefs because they're the Chiefs. We know what they are. They're going to the game tonight. No Travis Kelsey. Chris Jones is holding out for his contract. There's that looming over them. But it's Patrick Mahomes. And I am betting against him. I'm a big Brady fan. And like after Brady, this is the guy. Like this guy, I'm not ever doubting him. Under any circumstances, last year in the playoffs, the guy had like a broke, you know, a crazy high ankle sprain. And the guy just delivered and delivered and then delivered. Down by 10 points in the Super Bowl, delivered. He just, he's just too good. There's just really nothing else to say. The guy is not DiGiorno because he delivers. And he always delivers. But let's kind of stick with the next... Let's go and move into the next division, AFC North. You got the Bengals. 
with Joe Burrow. This is the tough one of the toughest divisions because the Ravens are coming back. It's the Bengals, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Steelers. And just from a picking perspective, it's the hardest division to predict because all teams have a genuine chance to make the playoffs. All teams have a chance to win the division. Maybe not the Browns, but hey, maybe De- Deshaun Watson gets back to his Houston ways. Not off the field. We're going to leave that alone. But on the field, if he gets back to his ways, we know what he did as a rookie. We know what he did for the first couple years in Houston. The guy's an absolute stud. Last year was a whole bunch of stuff going around. If he can ball out, the Browns have a genuine chance. They got a loaded squad. Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb. They've got players, Jadavian, uh, not Jadavian Clowney, Miles Garrett. They've got a squad of good players. And if Deshaun Watson can play like Deshaun Watson, they have a genuine chance to actually, you know, be a wild card, possibly win the division. I don't expect it. I expect the Bengals to win the division. And then I expect the Ravens to be the second team also from the division making the playoffs. Steelers are solid. Kenny Pickett might be taking a big step forward. Mike Tomlin, we know the Steelers. They're always in the mix. Mike Tomlin, one of the best coaches in the NFL. Kenny Pickett, another year under the system. George Pickens. Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris. They've got a squad as well. We know they're always decent on defense. There's never been a question about that. If Kenny Pickett can take that step up in the second year, he's not Trevor Lawrence, but if he takes a step in that direction, similar to what Trevor Lawrence did towards the second half of that season, hold on to the ball, don't turn it over, hit the connections with George Pickens and Deontay Johnson, they're really going to be a tough out just because Mike Tomlin is a great coach. Dude has these guys winning games. He's never been below 500 his entire career. Mike Tomlin is just a great coach. He can win with whatever. And now if Kenny Pickett can be that guy, they have a genuine chance to actually win the division and really make some noise in the playoffs because you got a good coach. You got a quarterback who won't turn the ball over. You've got, you know, that, that that's a that's a great recipe for I'm not predicting it, but something like, you know, Mark Sanchez type of run where he was in the AFC Championship game. He beat Peyton Manning. He beat Tom Brady. Yes, the defense is not nearly as good as the Jets were then. But that's the same idea. Like, hold on to the ball. Play sound football. Play complimentary football. Let the defense and the coaching and the special teams help you out. Make the plays when they're there. That's a great recipe for the Steelers. But I don't see it happening. Again, I could look real stupid when I look listen to this next year at this time. But we'll kind of cover that as it happens. And, you know, we'll look back and maybe I'm an idiot. But most times I am. But, eh. um, but yeah, I think Bengals and Ravens get out of the AFC North into the playoffs. With Bengals obviously winning the division. AFC East. Again, another division. The Jets are there. Aaron Rodgers. The Bills are there with Josh Allen, Dolphins, obviously Tyreek Hill, Tua, Jalen Waddle, the whole nine yards. They got to the playoffs last year, Bills and Dolphins. Obviously, the Jets were the worst in the division. I think they move into that third spot. It's really hard. This was one of the hardest ones to predict because I really want to say that they're going to make it. But I don't see it. I think the Bills are better. I also think the Dolphins are better. And those two teams, like last year, get into the playoffs. And we know 
Again, these predictions are probably going to be wrong because every year there's always a team that, you know, there's always such high turnover in the playoffs in terms of playoff teams. This might be a year where, you know, the Jets get in. Aaron Rodgers there. If Aaron Rodgers got something to prove, the guy's one of the best quarterbacks ever. So will I look, will I be surprised if the Jets come in and, you know, either win the division or get into the playoffs? Absolutely not. But if you're asking for a prediction, I think they don't make it. They get right toward the end. And if that happens, I think Robert Sala is probably going to lose his job. And if he does, does that mean Nathaniel Hackett moves into that spot? We know how much Aaron Rodgers loves him and how much he appreciates Nathaniel Hackett, who's right now the offensive coordinator. He had a terrible job in Denver, but he also didn't have Aaron Rodgers. Maybe that's going to happen, but we will talk about that in January if that even happens at all, right? We'll leave that alone. And then the AFC South, it's Trevor Lawrence's division. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars division. It's one of the crappy divisions. Yes, the Houston Texans, the hometown team plays in there. But they're in a rebuilding phase. CJ Stroud's got a lot to learn. The Titans. They got DeAndre Hopkins. They got Derrick Henry. We don't really know about Ryan Tannehill. We don't really know much about Malik Willis. They drafted Will Levis. Is that even going to work out? Who really knows? There's so much uncertainty with all the other teams. That by default, the Jaguars, of course, Trevor Lawrence is good. He's going to have a chance, a real chance to like possibly have an MVP type of season. Because of the division. Because of how good he looked. And he's just really good. Trevor Lawrence has been good from high school to college to NFL. His first year was terrible under a terrible coach. Irvin Meyer, who obviously was not fit to be an NFL coach. Based on some of the stuff they did in the in college, he's probably not fit to be a college coach. But hey, he delivered super. Uh, he delivered trophies in college, and maybe that's kind of where his calling is. Is in college, he's not really good in the NFL. And Trevor Lawrence taking that next step with Doug Peterson, they have a strong chance to you know possibly win 13, 14 games. Now that's very un- you know that's a very big step for the Jaguars. But the division is definitely going to help. And this is very similar to kind of what the Patriots did, right? They always had a number one seed or number two seed whenever Brady was there. Is because the division was so bad, they would beat up on the division. That's like five, six wins right there. That's half of your wins that you need to your like 13 wins or your 12 wins to get a first round bye. Now, obviously, it's only the first seed in, the, uh, in each conference that get the bye. And they'll probably be challenging the Chiefs for that position, in my opinion. But they have a genuine chance to do so. If not, they'll be a two seed. Possibly, and that's, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, AFC Championship game. I wouldn't be mad seeing that. But I'll cover my Super Bowl prediction right at the end. Um, Let's kind of move over to the NFC. And I want to talk about the NFC West. We'll We'll go West, North, East, and South. NFC West, 49ers and Seattle, they get in. 49ers, Brock Purdy, is he going to be able to take that next step? That's the big question with him, right? He played so well last year. Now team's got a whole offseason and tape on him. Is he going to be Mr. Is he going to be what he was or is he going to be Mr. Irrelevant? Very big question. He obviously had that elbow surgery. Didn't finish the last game of the season where they lost to the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. 
Can he take that next step? That's a big, big thing because the Niners have so many players under contract, under high salaries. If he becomes that guy, the Niners are clearly probably the best team in the NFC. If he, if Brock Purdy becomes a top 10, 12 quarterback, the Niners are going to the Super Bowl because the rest of the roster is so stacked and so good. And they just paid Nick Bosa a crap ton of money, $150 million guaranteed or whatever it was. He's going to be there for a long time. We know how much of a stud he is. That defense is always stacked. Yes, they lost D'Amico Ryans to Texans. But the 49ers just seem to keep churning out great defenses. And Kyle Shannon always drawing up great plays. And Debo Samuel still there. And George Kittle is there. And Christian McCaffrey, who they traded for last year, is there. They got a squad. The team is loaded. It's just a matter of Brock Purdy. Can he do it? Can he repeat? Can he be better? It's a wait and see. I have my doubts a little bit, but won't shock me a lot if Brock Purdy comes in and he plays really, really well. And then the 49ers are set. They traded away Trey Lance, so that is that monkey's off his back in terms of you don't have to worry about, you know, if you struggle a little bit, Trey Lance is coming in. They traded all that. You know, draft capital get Trey Lance just to trade him for a third round pick to Dallas. That's a conversation for another day. But I think the 49ers get in. I think Seattle, Geno, DK, Tyler Lockett, Pete Carroll, the squad on defense. They also get into the playoffs. According to me, I think the 49ers win the division. Seattle finishes into the wild card position. They get in. Move to the NFC North. This is kind of where I see a little surprise. Um, I got the Vikings getting in. I think Kirk Cousins for all the flack and the crap that he gets. He's consistently good. Above average to very good. I mean, above average to like good. Moments when he's great, the Vikings are almost unbeatable because Justin Jefferson is the truth. Predicted last year Justin Jefferson's rookie offensive rookie of the year just saying. Offensive player of the year. And I was right. That guy's an absolute stud. First pick in most everybody's fantasy draft. The guy's the real deal. He's about to get paid crazy money, rightfully so. I think the Vikings win that division. And then a team that didn't make it last year, who I think will. It's not the Lions. It's the Green Bay Packers. Little surprising, and a lot of people are, you know, the Lions have a lot of expectations, and people are expecting the Lions to do really well. I have, I don't know, I have this sneaky good feeling about Jordan Love and him taking that next step and building a playoff team, something that Aaron Rodgers could not do last year. They had to beat the Lions in Lambeau. In week 18, and they clearly did not, and they lost to the Lions. The Lions obviously didn't make it, but they made sure the Packers didn't make it. But I think this year the Packers do make it, and the Lions unfortunately miss out again. But I could definitely see it go the other way. The Lions are the hot topic of the National Football League. Everybody has been talking about them. They are a great squad. I won't be shocked if they make it, but I really like the Packers. Christian Watson, another year under that system. Romeo Dobbs, Matt LaFleur. The guy just wins games, right? He just wins games. For all the flack that he gets about, you know, 
They don't really do good when it comes to the playoffs. The guy wins almost double-digit games every year in his career as a coach, as a head coach. I think the Packers get in. Jordan Love has something to prove. Showing everybody, hey, I, I could have been the guy last year, but y'all went with Aaron Rodgers, and now, you know, maybe he takes that torch from Aaron Rodgers and pushes the Packers into the playoffs. NFC East, Cowboys, Eagles go through. Right now, it's really hard to say who's going to win the division. I'm leaning Cowboys strictly from the fact I feel like the Eagles are just going to take a step back. I love Jalen Hurts. Everybody loves Jalen Hurts. The guy is just, he's just a leader. He's just a warrior. Everybody loves his attitude. I love Jalen Hurts. But I think the Cowboys win this division this time. I think the Eagles take a step back, like I said, a little bit. Cowboys with Micah Parsons. Stephon Gilmore. You got Diggs on the other side. They've got a squad. They got Brandon Cooks. Dak Prescott, as long as he doesn't lead the league in turnovers, in interceptions especially, they're going to be one of the best teams, if not the best team in the NFC, because that's how good the squad is. Hopefully, I'm expecting Dak to have a bounce back here where he doesn't turn the ball over. If he plays a lot more like his rookie year, Tony Pollard is there now. You can hand the rock to him. I need that for my fantasy team too. So yeah, hand the rock to Tony Pollard. But Tony Pollard, that can be a great game manager. Not necessarily. He, he's better than a game manager. He, he's better than Alex Smith. Alex Smith is like what I consider the average game manager. That can do better than that in terms of passing the ball. He's got C.D. Lamb. He's got Brandon Cooks. They've got a squad. Michael Gallup. They've got a squad. they got good players. Dak Prescott just got to stop throwing the ball to the other team. If they do that, I think the Cowboys win the division. The Eagles finish in the wild card. But it might it might be like a one-game difference, maybe two games. It really is going to be really, really tight. Like it's always been for the last little while with the Cowboys and the Eagles. And I got the Cowboys winning it. I got the Cowboys as the number one seed. In the NFC, and then the NFC South, somebody's got to win that trashy division because there's just a whole bunch of garbage. I like the Saints to do it. Their quarterback play seems the most, I guess, consistent of the bunch. Derek Carr, I think, is better than any other quarterback in that division. Michael Thomas is back. I think he's got something to prove. We'll see if he's anything. Chris Olave, Cameron Jordan. We know their defense has always been solid. Dennis Allen. They've been looking for quarterbacks since Drew Brees left. Maybe Derek Carr is the answer. But the division is not nearly good. You know, Desmond Ritter, we don't really know what he is with the Atlanta Falcons. Even though they've got a good squad, B. John Robinson is going to be an absolute stud. Is a stud going to be, to me, the offensive rookie of the year, B. John Robinson. They like to run the ball, and he can run it. He can catch it. The guy can do everything. They took a first round, you know, top 10 pick on him. He's going to run that rock. But I got the Saints to win the division. And let's kind of move forward to the awards and then ultimately the Super Bowl prediction. MVP. Sounds boring. It sounds annoying. It seems like it's just, you know, not the 
more popular answer to say. I got Patrick Mahomes winning MVP again. And there's nothing more to say. The guy's just the, the truth. He's a LeBron James right now. He's a Michael Jordan. He's a Tom Brady. Whatever you want to say. Whatever prime athlete in his prime dominating a sport. Whatever name you want to throw in there. That's what Patrick Mahomes is. In a few years, it's going to be the Patrick Mahomes. Um, but yeah, I got Patrick Mahomes winning uh, MVP. Micah Parsons and the Dallas Cowboys as the number one seed. I think Parsons is going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Offensive Player of the Year, this one's really hard to say um, because it could go so many ways, right? It's like last year was Justin Jefferson. This is the award for who's the MVP that's not a quarterback. And I got Tyreek Hill winning this one this year. And he's not necessarily the favorites. That's Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase in terms of the odds of who's going to win it. But Jamar Chase wouldn't be surprised if he won it. I like Tyreek Hill. He said he's going to break 2,000 yards. Um, I got him on one of my teams. So hopefully he gets somewhere close to it. Because that will be really nice. But I got him winning. Offensive uh, player of the year. And then coach of the year. Like I said. Cowboys are going to be the number one seed in the NFC. So by that reasoning, Mike McCarthy will win his first coach of the year. Offensive rookie of the year, I already covered that. Bijan Robinson is going to take that for me. Defensive rookie of the year, I think Jalen Carter is going to be that for the Eagles. They've already got a, you know, they had a stacked defense, although they did lose their defensive coordinator. But they've got a good defense, and then they got Jalen Carter, who was, you know, consensus what top two three pick in the nfl draft but then of course with some of his off-field stuff he got moved further down and you add a top three talent to that defense that was so good last year it's just going to make him look even better because of the players around him i got jalen carter winning that and then comeback player of the year it's no debate demar hamlin as soon as he steps on the field and he plays and he you know if he gets if he does anything on the field, gets a couple interceptions or something, it's going to be no debate. Even without that, I think he's still going to win comeback player of the year because of everybody knows the situation. Collapse on the field, comes back, made the roster, is going to play for the Buffalo Bills this year. Be a big rallying cry for that team to see him out there on the field. Um, and then lastly, the Super Bowl prediction that I have. It's sad. It's not sad. It's just whole home. It's the same old, same old. Kansas City Chiefs over the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, I got the Cowboys in their Super Bowl. They haven't been to the NFC Championship game since I was born. Like 94, 95, mid-90s. I think the Cowboys get to the Super Bowl, but ultimately lose to Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes gets his third. And then the race is on. Like, he's he's catching Brady. Like, he's he's on a trajectory to catch Brady real fast in the next 10 years or so. And as long as he has Andy Reid there, Travis Kelsey might be there for another couple years. Because he's getting older. It's just, it's Mahomes' league. Until somebody beats him, it's annoying to say. It's, you know, we get tired of dynasties. But... When you got the best player that's possibly ever played the game on your team, I'm not going to bet against it. I like Patrick Mahomes to take care of business against the Cowboys, win his third Super Bowl and his third Super Bowl MVP. 
and we'll kind of see how those predictions go. I'll keep this in the record books and visit these come playoff time, come February Super Bowl time, and then ultimately at the end of the year. I appreciate you guys for listening. This one's a little bit longer episode, but I had a lot to cover. Thank you guys so much for listening. And on that note, I am out. <laughs>